<laughs> I look like I play Minecraft. <laughs> Oscar, just give me like two minutes about that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I had a, had a level in Minecraft. I had a, had a oh What's going on? Philly, how are yeah. we? Drunk on broad cozies. That's cozies. what we're doing right now. We got the cozies. Go. Hey. Thank you, Don. Appreciate the cozies. Yeah. And, and, and the funny thing is, it begins with a K. I didn't know that until I Googled it. You had to Google it. Gentlemen, how are we, guys? How are we? Doing good. good. Yeah, you know. Doing all right. Can't complain. Oscar's back from his hiatus. He's finally back. It's a sabbatical. It was in hiatus. Sabbatical. Sabbatical, schmatical. It's, it's all the same thing. Mm-hmm. Nick is Nick is fresh off his uh, Jason Kelsey impersonation win. Don still has nice. the biggest win for the Flyers this season. And me, I just, <laughs> I just look like I'm from Delco playing Minecraft. So I'm, I'm just having a great day. Just having a great day. <laughs> You're this doing is, good. All fun. Oh, look. And Chris tunes in. What is going on, Chris? How are What's you today? What's going on? Buddy. Woo, man, do we have a show today? Was I angry or what last night? Was anybody really? else angry? I don't know. Do we have a show? I mean, we have a show. I saw, I saw some of your angry treats, Rich. Oh, man. That's what happens when you hang out with Pat Johnson. Shout out to Pat Johnson. You just instantly get angry. Not the Oof. Eagles player, Pat Johnson. Not the Eagles, Pat Johnson. No. But if he was, Wait. he would what? You're, ah, oh, Chris so He's got swept. That's a broom, Oscar. Mm-hmm. It's an emoji for a broom. If you didn't um, know that. I didn't know that. Didn't know that existed, actually. How does it feel that your number one pitcher is only good using sticky substances? How does that make How you feel? feel? I mean, like, I'm sorry that, you know, he's the best. You know, like, I'm sorry <laughs> that you guys are trying to bring him down. Whatever. You know, we'll regroup. We'll get, we'll get, you'll, get, you'll get some foreign substance that you can rub on your balls and exactly. you'll be, you'll be all right. Why, why are you so upset that we try to use sticky substances, bro? Like, Six sticky substances on your balls, Oscar. Sounds yeah, like I mean, Saturday. Like, it's a natural occurrence in life. Like, it's a natural occurrence. Right. It just happened. Technically, it does happen. And then that's how kids are made, kids. So thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you guys next time. <laughs> Drunk on bro. Check. <laughs> See us. And but how about how about the the pitcher glass now from oh, the from the Rays <laughs> now blaming the the MLB that because he couldn't use the sticky substance that that now caused his injury that's going to put him out for the season. Yeah, he's a pitcher in fantasy. I'm very I'm not happy about this. Well, I'm not. Yeah. It's come on, like you're really going to blame to not the use of of he's not allowed to use sunscreen over. Come on, dude, just stop fucking cheating, like. You don't need right. to. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, but you don't need sunscreen when you're out in the sun all day. Like you're not, not on there. your hands. He has yes, it on do. his hands. Dude, have you on ever been outside like this? I do. Sunscreen doesn't do anything sticky though. Sunscreen's like slimy, bro. But that's what I guess that's how he gets more rotation. I, He's I probably just saying it's sunscreen, basically. It's not really sunscreen. <laughs> it's probably not. It's probably lacquer. It's probably glue. It's probably wood glue. I mean, and this is wood glue. And then you had like Pete Alonzo, I think, came out and said like he doesn't mind them using it because he do- he doesn't want ninety eight coming up by his head because he can- they can't control it. Which we've which like, we've talked about on the show of the reason why pitchers are a dime a dozen because they just want velocity and they don't want control. But the funny thing is now that I'm thinking of it because we use zinc oxide for Ollie for his face, mm-hmm. that shit is sticky. It's not the fact that it's sticky; it's like um. Nick, zinc oxide, uh, d- diaper rash, baby shit. Yeah. For yeah, you put yeah. that on your hands. Like that stuff is so hard it's to chalky, get off. Yeah. It's chalky and it's like it's sticky. It is. It's it's like it's not slick, but it'll definitely like. Well, don't create, your it creates sure. friction. 
Yeah, so it creates yeah, friction. Yeah. So I can see he's like, oh, using sunscreen. He's not using the spray type. He's using zinc yeah, oxide. He's not using so. copper tone and that you get yeah. it right in. I get it. Like, Oscar, do you remember with that. Like, you, that you remember when the guys used to put it all over their nose? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what it is. That's what he was probably using. Yeah, so is, what? Maybe he wants to put some in his nose and it goes over his hand. You don't know that. Like It's just it's just so odd. It's just like a, you're blaming sunscreen. Like you're blaming not using sunscreen because you – no, you, dude, it's inevitable. Like just stop. Ooh, well, I saw I saw another guy had one of the other banned substances literally on one finger, and he was holding a baseball up with one finger. I'm like, That's you crazy. literally, it's crazy. Like, like I don't I don't remember what the the substance is. I think it's the stuff that's it's on the reverse side of of one of the um the medical adhesive bandages. But it's oh, like yeah. they, they rub that substance off on their hands. And then they, but he was literally holding a baseball up with his finger. That's so crazy. The medical he's wow. strong, man. The medical tape too. It's like he was using the stuff that Hot Hands was using. The little giants that got stuck to his chest. Yes. <laughs> I'm talking about Rich. He was like, Oh, who? Hot Hands Hanen? Yeah. He got to get, got to get some football, and then he lays on the ground. And he's like, "You're the best player on our team." Ten game paid yeah. suspension. That's what it is for the fine. You get paid. No. Yeah, yeah, you really? have to get paid. Ten, ten, ten days paid. <laughs> That's a vacation. Oh, it's man. such a joke. That's awesome. Sounds like a tenured teacher, man. That's what happened yeah. to them, too. Yeah. Yo, why you got to come with teachers, bro? That's just <laughs> yeah, a fact. Uh, come on. Law enforcement, same thing, man. Tenured, <laughs> once you're tenured, bro, you could yeah. literally murder somebody and you keep your job. Yeah. That's Get pretty much what happens. Yeah. Just don't. <laughs> and here's another thing. Guys, don't murder anybody. Yeah, I mean, we, are, we are about to get into some no, murder. We are not about that life. <laughs> and it's the murder that happened last night. The murder oh of our hearts. Oh, my God. I was irate. I was upset. I called Joella pussy. Oh, man. I have so many non-regrets after last night. I stick by everything <laughs> I said. Oh, man. I like looked at it this morning. I'm like, do I regret saying that? I'm like, no, because at the time, that's how he was playing. Like here, here's well, my here's my whole beef before uh, everybody else goes. So let let's do the whole. All right, we're gonna try try this thing out. Hey Nick, that's you. I'm going on. I'm going on. So here's my beef with last night. Right, it wasn't the fact that he shot over twelve in the fourth. It was the fact that why are you on the ground constantly when you have a bad leg? Stay on your fucking feet and stop looking for fouls all the time. Like he was Trey Young pathetic last night with that. And that's what really got me. It wasn't the fact that it was like a bad shooting performance. You're going to have those. You hope Tobias and Ben step up. It's the fact that he was on the ground constantly. What is worse for your knees? Just going straight up and down or going straight up and down, rolling, falling, bending, pushing up, getting back to your feet and then running. Like if, what are you doing? Like, that was my whole beef. Like, that's why yeah. I said what I said. I'm not saying it because he had he had a bad performance. Okay, it's it's an outlier. We talk about that all the time. There's there's those outlier games. He had his. But why are you rolling on the ground? But, Rich, in, in his outlier game, he had 17 points and 21 rebounds on, yeah. a, on, on a torn, on a torn, like, on a, on a messed up knee. So, like, for me, like, I'm looking more at the support group and saying, like, where are you guys? What are you guys doing? Um, because it, it wasn't like he was completely absent. Um, he picked up the offensive rebounding end of the stick and created extra possessions. Um, but I don't know. Like, I, to me, 
there, there were possessions at the end of the game where, you know, where Toby could get off, you know, he, he was off towards the end of the game. Um, I don't know. Like I, I, I'm not putting this whole thing on Embiid. I'm not. I, I just. I, but but I, 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 I was just telling you what I was mad about. No, I understood. Listen, I, I get it. More, we'll break it down. But that was just my opening: is stop rolling on the fucking ground, bro. If your knees that well, bad, get the fuck well, off the ground. And for me, I hate. I, I've developed a whole new level of hate for Trey Young and his game. Because his game is completely centered around getting fouls called to help him generate offense for his team. It's not that his fouls are called in the creation of an offensive move. It's this and, – and the prime example of that was that play where he jacked up this – completely nonsense three-point shot attempt under like three minutes left in the game where it was like he was searching for he jumped searched for contact like threw up something and was and then was like looking for a foul and the fact that he got a t telling the ref like open up your eyes yeah twice in a row yeah twice like I just I, I have a whole new level of like, this is your game. This, this like seeing it now for four games and being like, this is your game. This this is what you do. Where like Harden, Harden is a is is a good scorer. Harden yeah. can generate offense. The step back, he's got a whole different level of offense where he can generate points for his team. Trey Young looks like he's looking for a foul on every game, and I don't know if you guys saw the clip of that the drive that he had where he got where MB got called for the foul where he's kind of rolling on the ground and then he kind of like peeks up for the ref and then puts his head back down and like like it's just it's 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 bad it's bad and it's old and like I it's nonsensical I, yeah Nick, I'm bringing you onto the spotlight, brother. Yeah, I mean, he he's a foul seeker. That's how he plays the game. I mean, that's been his game. People have talked about it all season long, and you're seeing it now because it's in prime time. Now people are really realizing, like, man, this guy, he, he's really annoying, right? It's not like he's – like, you watch all the other great point guards in the league. Like, they get their teammates involved, and then they attack, and they'll get fouls called from attacking. He does – like if a guy if a guy steps out on a screen, he will forcibly run into him and then chuck up a shot. Like you said, Don, that's what he does, right. and that's why I, I saw some comments on the. It was because you know he goes like this. He's like, "Open your eyes, open your eyes," and then people were like, "Look at Trey biting the hand that feeds him." They keep him in the game, <laughs> right? And, uh, it's like they're biting, you know. And then the refs, the refs are gonna, the refs are gonna, come on. You're gonna tell me you're gonna show me up like that in two games in a row, and I'm gonna start giving you more calls. That doesn't even make any sense, right? That's the rule number one in baseball, Rich. Right? You don't show up the don't show up the umpire and expect to get more calls. No. So the game, as as we'll say, as as a dad, I will say that I'm not mad at the Sixers. I'm just very disappointed. Okay. Yeah, and that's worse. And that's you worse. let you let us down, right? And I'm really disappointed in Tobias Harris because I put money on you for the over <laughs> twenty one and a half. Tobias, <laughs> disrespect. Yeah, that's 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 a rough one, Nick. So he I'm, that, I'm like, missed that, ahead, dude. He's gonna get missed that. that he missed that bunny right at the end of the game, too. So this is yeah, gonna Vegas, be. That's why Vegas is always rich. 
this is going to be fun because I can't wait to see what this guy has to say about last night's game because he actually watched it or right, it was just so in the background. It was in the background. Um, <laughs> at one point, I saw it was 20 points up, right, at least. And then I looked, and they were, like, up by two only. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? Um, how do you let that ha- – how do you, like – I mean, again, like, I don't know basketball like that, especially, like, professional, but, like, is that, like, a four-goal lead? Isn't that, like, you know, like, being up? Yeah, it's hard. Or Oscar football, it's like being up three touchdowns, man. It's like a Super like, Bowl against, against the, Fal- the Falcons and Patriots. But yeah, like, Mike, just, like Mike's saying, it was a horrendous second. Like, that third that third quarter, that third period, whatever, yeah. the third quarter, that was abysmal basketball. And it has to do with – Furk on Korkmaz, like get the Furk out of the game. Like he did not, he did not have it. Like he was not the answer last night. Um, you brought him in for, like I understood the start because you were looking to get similar production to Danny Green on the offensive side. But Danny Green's a leader. He's he's a veteran presence. You 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 want that out of Danny Green. You're not getting that out of Korkmaz. You were literally getting a guy who's going to chuck, who's a liability when he has his his hands on the ball. It just gets to the point where it's like, okay, well, who can you rotate in? Who could be this? Who could be the starter for you in place of Danny Green? And right now, I don't really know who that is. So that's kind of tough. But then you look at the other aspects of all the bitching, the crying, the refs. I mean, the game is always going to be called lopsided. But they need they need to do something about flops. Uh, one of the calls that didn't happen that pissed me off was Boban's flop underneath the basket, and Tobias turns around, has to look where Boban is. You don't Bogdanovich. Yeah, sorry, Bogdanovich. He has to look to see where he is before he can put the ball up so he's not jumping and stepping on him and, and hurting himself. Then he misses the layup. And then, right. yes, and then at the end of the game, let's talk about this now. That stupid fucking Shake Milton decides, I'm just going to dribble with my head down, not notice the guy seven feet off of me, has no idea how much time's left until someone yells it at him and then blindly passes it to Seth, uh, Seth Curry, who jacks up a three that he just had no time to shoot. Yeah. I, I mean, I watch, I watch that highlight a couple of times that ever I find myself every time going, as soon as he dribbles right to the middle of the court, I'm like, shoot the ball, shoot the ball, please shoot the ball. Cause he had so much space and, and the shot was there for him. I feel like, like Seth Curry was the second option on that play. And the first option was him for the, was to drive to the middle and take that shot. And I and I look and I'm like, take that shot. Like that's your shot. That's the reason why you're in the game. Shoot the ball. So angry. Yeah, I mean, he did, what that shows me is he knew the situation, Rich. He just didn't want to take that shot. Right. Yeah, he, was he didn't want to take that shot. Which tells you even more. Like, yeah, uh, if that's how you want to play at the end of the game, you're not going to be in the game. Next time yeah. we're in that situation, you're not on the court. Give it to Thibel, right. or not Thibel, give it to Matisse. Matisse would have no problem taking that shot. Matisse and not Matisse. God person, damn it, right. Maxi. I'm sorry, Maxi. Oh, yeah. Jesus I was going to say, so, so, yes, I mean, sorry. I think God. he tried the Furcon thing. They want to space, they want to have similar floor spacing, Rich. I get it. But like you said, um, Furcon will play, will give you nothing on defense. Oh, you know, he gives, so it's like, it's a wet paper so I, think, I don't know. I like, I know that they want to keep. Matisse on the second unit because then when Ben comes out, Matisse is there, so there's always somebody to guard Trey. Then, Ma- then why don't you either start Maxi and have another explosive guy off the ball, or you start George Hill? One of those two should start. I think they're going to have to start Maxi. I think that's pretty much your, your only option right now because he has confidence to shoot the ball, 
and he's, he's not one-dimensional. He's not. Korkmaz is a three-point shooter. That is yeah. it. Like and that ben, is. Ben, and I like after the game, Ben said he knows he needs to be more aggressive, but I don't like that you say that after every game instead of in the game just being more aggressive, man. Like yeah, I'll always, I always, I'm part of Ben Anon. I'm a Ben guy. I love Ben. I know yeah. Rich, you are too. Yep. Don is too. We love Ben. Um, but in a situation like that, when you see that Joe is just, he just looked tired, man. He, when he looks tired and he's struggling to, to make shots that he normally makes, you know, cause in the first half I'm watching, I text you guys. I said, yeah, this dude is so fucking good. Like he had a double, he saw the double team earlier. I think it was in the second quarter. Yeah. Right. He double teamed. He looked at them both. He turned, dribbled, hezied. Both of them went for the hezzy and then he faded away and hit a, and hit a 25 foot jumper in their face. And you're like, okay, this dude is seven, two, seven, three. should not be doing that. It, it, so I, I saw I saw a side by side highlight with him and and uh, and Kobe. It was a little, it, it was legit. Yeah. Like like he's he's a like freak. step so for step same move. That's why like you're talking about the three point the three pointer, but you know he should have made that layup. And then the situation is different, right. right? And then Ben too. Ben had an easy putback. He missed the layup. See, I don't and, I, I don't agree with what Chip's saying right here that it would leave Ben useless. Ben is the probably the one of the most dynamic players in the court. The best right. can still Shane, handle the ball, but Maxie, then just, and Hill can run, all not handle the ball too. They can all run, play out in space. Run Maxie off so the why ball. not? Ben, ben will get him an open shot. Right, that and Ben Ben ends up in that dunker spot, coming coming off the wing. They'll you run know, the high I, pick I, and roll anyway, so th- exactly. they'll be they'll be open. Like you, Ben can have the ball. Ben also can get in the post and do whatever he wants. But that's if Ben decides he wants to turn it on and be that guy of going into the post. And like it, Ben in the post is a, is a mismatch for anybody on that team. Yeah. And, and I think for me, like I, I look at, at this and say, what is the priority going into game it five? It wasn't let me drag it. And, it, it, and listen, in, in game five, I think you're, you suffocate them with defense from the jump. I think that's the way that you jump on the Hawks in game five. And you just suffocate them from start to finish with defense. You turn the defense into offense. You turn those the, those steals. Listen, that down the stretch where they had that spell where they weren't scoring, the Hawks weren't scoring either. No, there was like a five minute stretch where no one was scoring. So you know, the the defense for me is there. They just have to start to capitalize on those possessions where they're they're creating turnovers and turn those turnovers into instant offense i think you've got to break out and try to get more fast break points i know in the in the playoffs fast breaks are in a premium but i think the more that you can get out in transition off those turnovers that's going to be what's going to propel this team into being able to take that 13 point lead and make it a 23 point lead and really put some distance between you and the hawks and really at by the end of by the middle of the third quarter, their goal should be to put this game like with, without even without question. Agreed. Go ahead, Nick. I mean, that's what it looked like was going to happen. Um, watching yesterday's game, right? The first half, they were just it wasn't that they were doing everything right, it's just that they were playing the way that they should have played. Um, and what happened is they just took their foot off the gas in the second half. They it's like like Oscar said, like shouldn't they won that game? It's when you let a when you let a decent team or a team that's not as good as you hang around, what happens? Right. Right. They didn't put them away when they should have put them away. Embiid looked a little tired. You had to play him more than you wanted to play him in that game. Again, the first half, I'm watching it like I think it was like 63, 48 at one point. I'm like, this is perfect. 
or I think it was 62 right at the half. I'm like, yeah, you know, this is perfect. And B might only have to play five, six minutes a second half. That'll be great for his knee. Come back to Philly. He can score 40 and just put it away. But now it's like, okay, now you need to play him more. What does it not necessarily, what does that do for him this series? But what does that do for him next series? Because even though he said that he's going to play through it, we know that he's 7'2", 280 pounds. It's a lot on the knee, right? So, and I don't like him saying, he says it's not an excuse, but then he always brings it up in the press conference. You know? Yeah, it's. He's like, it's, you know, it's not an excuse I'm going to play through it, but, you know, or, you know, my knee started to hurt, but it's not an excuse. Then don't even say it hurt. Don't even or ice it. it. Or don't. Or what, don't would, what would Kobe or Jordan say? Would they say that their knee hurt and they're just going to ice it? They would just say, I got to be better. But he yeah, also pushed the, court, I gotta be the trainer away who was trying to give him an ice pack, and he said, I'm fine. So if your knee's starting to bother you, instead of doing the stupid little stretching your knee out thing that doesn't work, put the fucking cold on there. Put yeah, the but I don't like – I understand that because I don't like the ice in the middle of a uh, – because it, it tightens up your muscles, and it's like I get that. but Couldn't do any worse to him last night, bud. Couldn't do any worse to him last I night. I think he just got tired yesterday. Just, yeah. He just looked gassed. He had no lift. He looked tired from the jump. He looked like he was up all night. So that's like, more so not necessarily in the what did he, do? Like he He looked like the Joel Embiid in the last two years where he just looks out of shape. I don't know what it was yesterday. Uh, well, hopefully- he, he also had his worst – I mean, he had his worst stretch. I mean, when, when was the last time that we saw him go 0 for 12 in, yeah. in, in a in, – what, what He might have it? never done that before. So they had – so the, the statistic that I saw was that he's the only player – with 25 possessions to shoot 0 for 12 since Jordan did it in 97. Oh, Jesus. So, like, to have that stretch where, like – so think about this. The two games that they lost by a combined seven points. Yeah. You you have where the – in game one, where they legit play their worst quarter of basketball. And then in game four – your best player has his worst stretch, arguably, in, in recent history. And you were still within earshot. Like, you were still within – in this game, you were within one possession, and in the other game, you were in within two possessions. Yeah. Like, that, to me, just screams, like, we know that this team is the better team. Yeah. They just have to put it all together – on the court at the same time and like click like click capella oh my god like, like he's soft in the baby shit some of the stuff that i heard him say in in, in the post game stuff was like like when he's talking st- trash about it being talking about like whenever you wear him out he can be it, it's it's tougher for him and fatigue comes into play and yada 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 i agree do, no do, i mean do, do yeah. you know that he – when the two of them are on the floor, he's a minus 45. Yeah, he's not good. Like he's is garbage. Not, he's a rebound machine, but he was also yeah. a three-point center for Houston in, in that offense. And now he's just a – he's a pick-and-roll Ollie – he's not even a pick-and-roll. He's an Ollie oop guy. Like I, that offense that they run where it's Trey Young runs here and Clint McCullough right. trails, like that's, that's his main – that's his generated offense. But even when Embiid puts a hand in his face, he doesn't go up strong. Like it's it's Clint Capella. Like I don't take that guy seriously. Like he's never going to be. He's never going to be a top fifteen center in the league. Like a legit center. Like he's going to be a three point guy. But that's it. Adam says they're going to come out t- tomorrow and dominate. 
I agree. I mean, I yeah, don't I see them losing another game. Oscar, I want to know what you think. That's what. That's all I care about. I want to know what you think is going to happen last night. Last night? You mean tomorrow night? Tomorrow night. Shut the fuck up, Oscar. Dude, like, <laughs> tomorrow night, you're really, you're, you're embarrassing yourself right now. <laughs> embarrassing. Um, you want to talk embarrassing? You want to talk embarrassing? I'm just kidding. God. Nah, seriously, what, what is embarrassing? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. Um, I still think Sixers and Six. You know, um, yeah. I still think they're overall a better team, no matter what. They showed it for one half yesterday. They just got to figure out a way to spread that out. I guess I don't know. Not honestly, you hit it. You kind of hit it dead, dead, dead on the head. So, um, they just need to come out and dominate. That's it. They need to come out and stop fucking around. They need to come out with enthusiasm off the jump. They looked flat coming out last night. They need their scores to score. Ben's got to step up. Toby can't disappear in the fourth quarter. You can't be dominating the first half and then the third quarter look puzzled and then in the fourth not want the ball. That was insane. I've, I've never seen a player dominate the first half and then not want to touch the ball in the fourth quarter. I have no idea what happened there, but I'm just going to leave it at everybody needs to play better. We need to clean it up. Shake, thank you for that one game that you gave us. But after last night, that bullshit is not going to fly. You are not going to do that on the final shot. Like well, you are not. Think, you are not meant. You are not big enough for that situation. The situation is bigger than you. I think it's also up to Doc to make sure that they make the starting five a priority. Yeah. I think you you need to like he relies on his bench. So much, too much, and they're not good. And, 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 and he gives the bench too much credit. I feel like you've got to have your starters play, you know, minus Corkmaz, because Corkmaz yeah, is good. now it, who, whoever goes into in in the slots into that spot. But your main guys, Ben, Toby, and Joe, those guys got to play 38, 42 minutes. Agreed. Yeah, we Nick, want, we're not saying we should play 46 minutes every night. There's no excuse. You know what right. I mean? Um, and the thing is, is Rich, it's just like you said, like those guys disappeared in the fourth quarter. Like we always talk – like we talk basketball just shooting the shit. It's like when, you, when you're not hitting a shot and you know the game and you guys need a bucket, just attack the rim, dude. Like Ben or Toby, you guys can get to the rim whenever you want. Go get to the rim, especially Tobias. Go to the rim, and I know you'll make your free throws – just get, yeah. see the ball go through the hoop. Sometimes that's all you right. need. You just need to see it go through the rim, and then you're like, all right, I'm good. Now, and then people see you attacking, and then what happens? And everybody's like, yeah, fuck it. He's taking it to the rim. I'm going to take it to the rack. Or he's doing his part. Let me step up and do my part. You know, it's like everybody just kind of – they rely on Joe so much sometimes that they like – well, when Joe's on the court, you know, he's on they the just, court. They forget like, how to play ball sometimes. Like, they forget how to play. That's on Doc, though. Joe's, I know. When Joe's not doing well – it seems like they forget. And, yes, it is on Doc. But like Don said, make your starting five the priority. Danny Green's not coming back for a while. We might not have him to, at the finals if we get there. I'm not saying that we won't because I still have a firm belief that we will. But you need to figure out this rotation and light a spark under these guys' asses and figure out what it is. If the rookie has to start game five, the rookie starts game five. Why? Because that kid brings a level of athleticism and energy that is unmatched by anybody on that court and anybody you have on that bench. So that is what you have to do. But as of right now, we all have Sixers and Six. I'll take that, but we got to transition into our next one. But Oscar, before we do that, you have to queue up the video, Cuzzo. We need a little said guy in our lives. 
Hey, listen to this guy. How, tell me how you're feeling here. You're screaming. I am stoked, baby. You're screaming like it's still the game going on. We're talking about the fightings here. The fightings. Said. Said. Should. Said, Mike. Said. Mike. It's just, it's just the best. And I love that Barstool Philly just constantly does. And the only thing I type under it is that's my uncle. For people that do not know, that literally and legitimately is Rich Conroy's Uncle Jack. He is nuts. Jack Vardis. He's like here. that in real life, too. It's not just the video. No. He is like that. Probably worse. <laughs> but just keep in mind when you guys see that video, that really is Rich's family. That is my family. He's, and and I don't even, he probably doesn't even know that video goes viral all the time. Oh, no, he doesn't. It's, I don't think it's even allowed to be played in his house. But, <laughs> Phillies, but the Phillies being clutch. Yeah. Three games? Three games against the Yankees that they walked it off? Two. Two games. Oh, and then it was the game. And then it was the game before, right? Yeah. And Gene Segura, huh? Hmm. Yeah. But let's let's but let's talk about something before we talk about how clutch they are. Let's talk about a Phillies player right now who is not so clutch. Mr. Over 30, Reese Hoskins. <laughs> how do you go over 30? How do you go over 30? I don't even want to comment on this. Somebody else take over. I haven't seen a string that bad since I was playing college ball. <laughs> like, like the, I, I went through a stretch in, in a in a sophomore year where I just you you just couldn't touch anything. I couldn't touch anything, and I feel like he's in that spot right now. He can't see anything. He can't. He's not hitting the ball. He's not putting the ball. Like he just can't put it all together. And I feel like he needs. He needs some time away. <laughs> he needs some. He needs some glass. That boy needs some, glass. <laughs> he needs some time. <laughs> Nick, what do you got on that? You know what they call that? What was that? Summer's catch. He needs a slump buster. Yeah, a slump buster. He needs to just go. Yeah, he needs those glasses too, Don. No. <laughs> so when, you're, when you're going, when you're down that bad, Bunt. when you're down that bad, man, like the first pitch, you're at first at bat. Lay down a bunt, dude. You got to do something. Right, got to try and just do something for your confidence. And say, oh, the bat can make contact with the ball; it's not broken. Right. Um, I think G- Girardi should also. I know he doesn't want to ruin his confidence, all that crap. I mean, he can't. He probably doesn't have any confidence right now. Let him sit for a couple games. What's the options? Do we have anything better? Probably not. But yeah. I'm sure they're not over thirty right now. So, <laughs> and he's he's really hot and cold. Like this is crazy. This year. It is. So like, tough to go over 30. It's, like, it's so tough. And it just makes me laugh because it's like the team is still in second place. The still is the team's only a few games out of first. And it's funny that we poo-poo them when other people I know are like, oh well, we have to give the Philly some credit. You know, they're doing what it's like they stink. It's just the NL East is so bad, so bad. that it just gives them hope. They're not a good team. Let's talk about your boy, Nick. I'll let you take the floor. You can just wheeler, dude. Wheeler. Wheeler. I mean, he's been everything that we hoped he would be when they signed him, right? You know, when they first signed him, we talked about it originally, Rich. Like, we were kind of concerned because it was a lot of money to a guy that's had, you know, some nagging injuries over the years. Um, I'm sure the Phillies, they must have felt confident in, you know, the medical records and said, you know, we believe that, you know, a change of scenery is going to be good for you. He's been everything that plus more he's kind of a bargain right now when you look at the way he's throwing right yeah so um 
you know, I'll take it. Um, I, I think that that's good for Nola too, because Nola, he doesn't have all the pressure on him now where it's like, it's either him or we're just not, we have no shot right now. There's somebody, he knows that it's going to also put a little bit of competitive edge on him too. Like he wants to be better because he wants to try and compete with Zach and see it's still my team. I'm still the ace. We know, we know right now it's probably Zach, Zach Wheeler's team, but you know, there's nothing. It feels like everything he's doing when you watch him pitch, it's like, it's like, I'm like, dude, this dude, guys like these don't usually pitch for the Phillies, right? Guys no. are throwing 98 plus hit the, hit the spots. I'm used Great. to watching Garrett Cole do that. I'm used to watching Jacob DeGrom do that. I'm used to watching Shane Bieber do that. And then we got a guy that's doing that. And I'm just like, I'm seeing the highlights. Like I'm seeing him on the national media too. Like normally that doesn't happen. I'm like, okay, this guy's legit. Um, just, I like my chances when he's on the, when he's on the mound, you know, you're confident they're going to win. The issue is we got guys going over 30 yeah. so, in the lineup. So it is what it is. Yesterday was pretty bad, pretty bad loss from them. But who is pitching tonight for the Phillies? It would be Wheeler, wouldn't it? Uh, Nola pitched last night or two nights ago? No, Nola was two nights ago. So I'm saying they're off yesterday. Uh, tonight is going to be, be Wheeler. Oh, Zachy F. Eflin right. against Urias. So that's going to be a good pitching matchup. Yeah. I like Urias. There's a big-ass plane flying over my head. That's dope. That's what's up. Proud I live next to the airport. <laughs> the fi- <laughs> all right. So, all right, fuck it. Uh, anybody else have anything to say about the Phillies? I have, not, I have nothing. I would just rather just talk to you guys. Gene Segura is our best player right now. It's crazy. Oh, yeah, no shit. That. No shit. But let's talk about, um, I guess, Nick Mullins. <laughs> what does that mean for the Eagles? Let's Let's just talk about that. Let's just let's talk. Just, let's just bring. Let's just bring. Let's just bring us all into the fold. I like this. I, I don't. The spotlighting thing. Nick, you could get some good content. <laughs> Instagram coming soon, guys. Instagram coming soon. I got some but stuff in the works. This is some fun stuff. So, Nick Mullins, what what does that mean to you guys? Anything? Anything? Nothing. <laughs> if we have to see him on the field, we're doomed. Anyway, right. So, you know if, what I mean? If right, just like Nick said, if if we're at the point now where we where, where Nick Mullins comes into the conversation relevant to any pre or post or Eagles game at all this season. We know that this that that game and that season is completely in the dumper. You have a couple really good first round picks though. <laughs> Oscar fucking yawning over here. First night back. First night back. He's sitting there yawning. God yeah, damn you. Worst producer ever, bro. Well, well. Worst. I mean, yeah. <laughs> as he sips, as he sips his beer, Oscar probably. I'm surprised Oscar wants to be on the computer when he gets done re- looking at resumes all day long. For real, Ugh. I'm actually drinking um, Victoria. Ooh, good beer. Good beer. Good beer. So, how do we feel going going forward with stuff? Like, what do, what do we want to talk about, Don? What does your itinerary have? Because I know you have a bunch of shit right now, more than what I had. <laughs> so, <laughs> I just touched I mean, on all my stuff. I mean, I mean, I had I had a couple of things, like just just a couple of pe- a couple of things with with the Phillies. Let's um, go. Let's go. Okay, so who represents the Phillies in the All Star Game in Colorado? No one. Zach Wheeler. Wheeler. You have Wheeler. to send someone, Rich. Wheeler, <laughs> Zach Wheeler, obviously. Zach Wheeler. <laughs> right. And, and honestly, it might be it might be Segura because I was looking at the stats, man. And like even the first baseman, like the NL first baseman, I think right now Max Muncy's leading. You look at their stats, you're like, Freddie Freeman's not having a good year so far. Max, yeah, but it's fan votes, so it doesn't matter. 
I know, but like most and Max Muncy leads in fan votes for second. I looked at who was in first place on both AL and NL, and the fans did a pretty good job, Rich, like voting yeah, people like stats. Vladdy and Tatis. Uh, it was Vladdy, Tatis, um, like Salvador Perez having the best year for catcher. I think the starting alpha for the American League was it was Trout, I'm trying Buxton, to remember. Buxton and uh Judge. It, I don't know if it's Buxton still. It, it was, was yesterday point. I saw it was Buxton. No, it's not going to be JT Romito, Chris. I'm sorry, but yeah. this, this wasn't last year. This isn't last year. It's not going to typically be. Typically, you'd think it would be, but he. You uh, think it would be, but it's not. Because that dude from uh, that dude from Texas is having a good year. I know they're in the AL. But well, in the NL, Posey right now is having a better and year. And Posey than is so. killing yeah, it right Posey's now. Posey's having a great year with the with the Giants. Yeah, and then Crawford's both, having a great year too. Yeah, and you know what? The fans like Rich. I'm looking at right now. The NL starters they got them right. Basically, the outfields Acuna. Castellanos and Winker, and those dudes on the Reds are just yeah, mashing everything yeah, right, right, now. right now. And so, then I just picked up a, a Aquina or Aguina. He just came back from the the sixty oh, day DL. The guy that has bats like with his leg all the way out. Yeah, I just picked him. Yeah. I just picked him up. He had a home run last night. His first nice. first game back. So that that made me happy. Yeah, Trout. That roster gets home runs, man. Well, Trout is yes, he's going to be an all star, but he's not going to play, obviously. But he's without a doubt the starting center fielder when he is healthy. Right. But yeah, I mean, I would have to go. If you guys think it's Segura, do you guys really think Segura is going to be the one to represents? Cause I would think you have to send Wheeler, right? I mean, I, like for me, like I look at Wheeler and Wheeler has got to be the guy that you send. If you can only send one, you're going to send Wheeler. Yeah. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if Segura somehow found his way onto the roster. If there are guys that are injured, if there are guys that are, you know, bowing out. Um, but it's either one of those two. I think those are the two that are kind of s- setting themselves apart from the rest of the the Phillies on the roster as far as being eligible for being considered for an all-star spot. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I just – I think if we send Segura, he's going to fuck around and get traded <laughs> right after the game. Good. Because that's what yeah. happens. Well, yeah, I mean – that guy's a walking bus ticket at this point. He can. He, he really is. Yeah, get something back of value. Try and rebuild uh, the farm system that has us four basically in the minors right now. If that ever, if that ever happens, anything else? What's your What's your next thing, Don? Um, I right, like so, I like this. This is fun. I like this. So so so, oh, so Luke Williams, the guy the the guy who hits the the walk off the walk off right. So in the same week that he hits the walk off. And he's like the number right, one favorite, right? Killing it. As the the Phillies leave for their West Coast swing, they're all wearing basketball jerseys on their way out, right? What fucking jersey does this does he wear? Trey Williams. He wears a fucking Durant jersey. Oh, I hate Durant him. jersey. And I was like, hate him, dude. You I hope he gets like, sent down the single A. You had the entire city on your side. Now I know why nobody is talking about him. It makes sense. It makes perfect right. sense. The and here's the other thing by. is that he's a Cali kid. So it's, like, so it's like he's a kid from California wearing a Nets jersey of a guy that plays in, in Brooklyn. Like, If you're going to uh, wear a Nets jersey, it better be a Kerry Kittles jersey. Okay. Keith Van Horn. 
Are you? How dare you? Yeah. I mean, we talked about Oscar. Oscar is from New York. He's got yeah. family still in New York. People in New York don't even like the Nets. Right. They don't care. It's either the Knicks or you don't like anybody. They'd rather suffer with the Knicks and ever go for it. They were for St. John's before they were for the Nets. Oscar, did you talk about the dude who died in soccer and they brought back? Did we talk about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, talk about that, Oscar. Yeah, talk Ooh. about that. Yeah. Well, like the thing is, like, what what is there to be talked about? Nobody knows what happened to him. Um, but they said it was just a heart attack, right? Like they, yeah, they like they say it was like a sense so of crazy. Um. There's like he basically said, you know, he's doing well, but he kind of wants answers too. Like he feels good. Like he's like, I could probably play, but it's just like right felt good during the game too, and then all of a sudden it just hit him. Yeah, and it's just like, what, what, what is that? There's definitely a lot of rumors, <laughs> of course, oh, like going man. around, like you know, what he drank of, what he, like just the dumbest things ever. It's just like nobody knows what happened. That's insane. Like it's like imagining like. I, that like I guess the level is like imagining like Derek Rose just collapsing out of nowhere during a playoff game, like that's like the same like. Well, it wouldn't it wouldn't happen like this week because they were sent home, so <laughs> it would have pick somebody else, Oscar. Like figure it the fuck out, dude. James Harden. Yeah, James Harden. Oh, we just came back. Oh, great, Oscar. Cool. Way to not know anything. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Uh, I'm so happy to have you back. So, Oscar, what's the, right. what's, the <laughs> what's the tournament that's going on now? So there's two right now. One of them is the Euros, which is the best European countries um, okay. going at it. Group is, think, which one do you so. think is the best? What do you mean? Which one who I think is going to win? Which country do you think is the best? Country? Right now, France is definitely – I mean, What's just wrong with Germany. Just see how they played against Germany. They, What's wrong with the UK? Why is it partial to France? Huh? You hate America? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just, <laughs> no, that's I'm so, so happy typical, you're back. Though, because like I can see somebody being really upset. It's like why is in the USA in this contest? And it's just like, <laughs> it's the question. It's, it's the Euros. That's why. The question. We it's would great. get mopped anyway. <laughs> We'd have to send our women's team because they're they're way better than the men's, and we they might would get mopped. Them. They would get mopped by the German twelve year olds. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. Oh man, the our men's team is so trash. Are they? They're not in the Olympics, right? They're not in. This, they don't do but summer Olympics. Soccer. See, with the U.S. men's team, though, they're actually in the up-and-coming. They have a lot of good young kids, and they beat Mexico. A lot I mean, of eight-year-olds like, playing on that junior team. It was <laughs> like, looking to be good in 12 years. Like, No, they're good now. I mean, like you got Christian Pulisic winning the Champions League and then winning you know, the, the Nations League the very same week. Um, right. You have like a bunch of like young kids that don't play in the MLS, and that's the key. They don't play in the United States. They play in Barcelona, Juventus. They play everywhere but here, and they're doing well now. Honestly, I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, sure, they're not at the Olympics, but that shouldn't be their priority. That's you're building your youth academy with that. Okay, they're they're winning. They're winning now. So, Oscar, I got a question for you. So, the the youth academies, what at what age what what age group does that start? It can start as people can be you can be signed at the age of six, like Messi. Or like you know, the age of nine, like Rooney, you know, they literally these scouts just know when there's talent. There's a certain mentality that they're looking for when you're at that age, um, and you don't have like the greatest technical ability, but they could definitely see some type of ability that got them, you know, willing to say, "Hey, I'm gonna pay for your, I'm gonna pay for your life from here on now." So when they when they do that, is that so when they they're there, that's 
school at some point and then soccer yeah. the rest of the time. It's just, it's like going to school here. You know, you go, you do your like a private school. Yeah, you go to 8 a.m. to 3 p.m., whatever it is, maybe even shorter than that, and then you train after it. It's very, very similar. So when I saw stuff like that, I saw a little bit of that this week, and I'm thinking, like, what what would happen if they did that here in the U.S.? Like, if every great. professional sports team had some kind of player academy. So every MLB team has a baseball academy. Every NBA team has a basketball academy. That would be every, nuts. That would actually that would be, make the sport a little more interesting. Like, imagine like a 14-year-old going, oh, yeah, I'm in the Yankees baseball academy. Oh, I'm in the Phillies yeah. baseball academy. Right. Like, that would be fucking cool to see. Like, that would be awesome. That, that like yeah. I thought like like to but, me you're like the the, the the European soccer situation they they've got that whole side of it figured out where like they they identify these kids young they're able to then hone and craft that talent to then create the best possible product moving forward yeah I thought like well what the hell are we doing here. And then I was like, oh, wait, the NCAA. Yes. It, it becomes eligibility. It becomes yeah. you're, you're, you're paying for it. It's, it's the system, mm-hmm. right? It's that NCAA system that says you're the second that anyone pays for anything, you forfeit all of your eligibility. Now, if I'm superstar, you know, Joe Schmo athlete. You don't go to college, well, you just go play overseas. There you go play. Which which is what's happening. You've yeah, got man. you you see guys that are at the top of their recruiting classes for the NBA that are forfeiting their eligibility and they're playing they're going straight to the G League and they're going to get paid half a million dollars. Yeah, that was the one kid, right? He just signed that deal. Yeah. He was like the top recruit. He's going yeah. straight to the G League. They're paying him a $500,000 salary. Agreed. And let's Being be real, these up. kids aren't going to school to get an education. So please, no. people, stop giving me the whole, well, they're getting a free education. They're not because they're not actually sitting in class. They do like one no. semester, if that. Bro, well, they do one semester to get a 2.0, and then they don't show up to classes, and then then they hit you next year for eligibility. They don't hit you this year for eligibility. Well, the NCAA doesn't they hit care you for next year. Want, yeah, they don't give they a shit. They want the team to be good because it's marketability, it's profit, selling tickets, merchandise. So they really it's don't care. It's all, it's all crap. If you ever wanted to know anything about NCAA eligibility and how that stuff plays out, do yourself a favor and go watch the Ben Simmons documentary from from his year. Oh, yeah, at LSU. I'll, I'll put that in air quotes from his time at LSU. Um, he had he he knew he was going to the NBA. He knew he was going to be the number one overall pick. Yeah, he knew he didn't have to do anything there but play basketball. Yeah. No. Because they'll hit you next year for all the academic stuff and then the eligibility. They don't hit you that year. So most Mm -hmm. of these guys who are going for one year are just basically, hey, you're staying at an apartment off campus and you're here to play basketball and that's it. Football players, a little different because you have to play three years, but you know what it is. But, Oscar, I wanted to ask you, how do you feel about uh, Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds buying the uh, the Wales uh, football team? Honestly, that's they, pretty awesome. I was gonna say they also bought another team. Um, I think they're in the fourth tier in England as well. No, so they're they're, like, they're in the fifth tier. That team. They're in the fifth tier. Yeah. 
but yeah, that, that makes sense. And yeah, so that's I guess non that's non league. So that's essentially semi pros. Um, yeah, they're you- trying to build it up. They said it's like the oldest club in uh, yeah in Europe. So I've I've watched I listened to Smartless. It's with Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and Sean Hayes, and they had him on. And they were talking about it like, oh, you bought football team what got you into it and apparently one of the writers from always sunny got him into it so yeah. he made the one writer the head of football operations for that uh awesome. for that team so that's like dope imagine like oh they made so much money they sh- so apparently they shot the always sunny pilot on with 200 dollars. like it was they bought a camera at best buy and they just kept filming whenever they could and now they're on their 15th season syndication Buku dollars, him and Ryan wow. Reynolds buy a team. So, I mean, I thought that was pretty dope. But I also didn't know, but I think we talked about this, but I might just be stupid and don't listen, that hmm. if the last team, so there's the whole dropping down and getting promoted, so you get demoted yeah. and promoted. Dude, that is so dope. We talked that about that so dope. times, Rich. And I was just so drunk that I did not pay attention. <laughs> not going to lie. I am well, so like, that's that. like That's the thing. Like, like That makes it fun, though. Oh, yeah, we didn't know really we does. talked about it's, it because we talked about what if Alabama got uh, moved well, no, up. We also and, talked about uh, how Oscar said out. that's why the they the fans in Europe were protesting because they wanted to get rid of that, right, Oscar? Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, they just because the teams were like, we don't want to do that, and then the fans were like, no, screw you guys, I hold you accountable. You're not mm-hmm. you're not doing that, so they they backed off. No, they, so and awesome. luckily they did. Yeah, it was just like it just like it makes a competition based on like you actually deserving to be there. So right. like you don't you don't there's no games that suck. I mean, sure you're gonna get like four fest zero zeros because both teams have no quality, but like it's just like if you don't actually deserve to be the top tier, you're gonna learn. You're gonna go down and you're gonna lose a lot of money. So it's you're losing TV money. You're losing a lot of things by not being good. Definitely, yeah. I mean, I listen. You know, I it it would take some partnerships with some existing leagues right now. Like it would take the NF for, for the NFL to possibly partner with the, the CFL, but yeah. the, the owners of the NFL would never buy into it Mm-mm. because they know that unless they were guaranteed a specific amount of revenue every year, it, 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 it would never happen. Because they would never be like, oh, yeah, we'll get relegated to the CFL and make nothing yeah, and let the Edmonton Eskimos get relegated, get get promoted to the NFL. And and then you essentially have to fight your way back and win the CFL to then get back into the NFL. So you could be stuck in the CFL for five years if you don't if you don't win that that league. Yeah, that's why why they don't have. you know, that's why you can't do like the whole tanking premise that they have in like in our pro sports over here, because over there, if you tank, then you lose you you lose a lot. You know, you're the worst mm-hmm. in your division. You get promoted down. Right. Then you're not. in what is it? Tier one Oscar. Or, yeah. Uh, then you get, yeah. Whatever. Five it is, tiers, you know. Right. No, it's and the Premier League, it's three teams that go down and three that go up from the other league. And, and I'm sure league. every year, probably there's one or two that there's probably at least one or two that change every year. Right. Oh, yeah, definitely. And like, and sometimes, like, for instance, like, one of the crazier stories is like Lesser City. Um, they were in tier three once, you know, go up to, you know, the championship, get promoted to the Premier League, get relegated. I mean, B was on the brink of getting relegated, survived by like two, three points, 
next season they do well, the season after that they won the Premier League. So that's it's just so like, awesome. Right. Like I would love to see something happen. like that, like in American sports. Like I would love to, I would love to, for the fact to be like, okay, you have your your five whatever tiers, and then like say the Mets or the Yankees or the Phillies, they suck so bad. Like they get dropped down. So it's like mm-hmm. the Mets versus like the Toledo Warhawks, like something like that. It's like, oh, this is cool. Or the Phillies versus the, the California Sand Barons. And it's like, oh, this is, we suck as much as these guys. But then like yeah. you see like other teams prevailing and other teams like moving up. Like that would be an interesting premise and would honestly keep me more invested in sports. And I think it would eliminate like, I mean, obviously bigger market teams are going to have more money. But I think it would help eliminate like the stupid shit with the NBA with the super teams. Like mm-hmm. if things were to happen that way, it's like okay, you get traded to this up and coming team, and it's like okay, this is what you're building your team with. Like I think that would just be an inter- interesting premise. But see, this is the off kilter shit that I like talking about, and this is why we did this pocket. We were getting a little too uniformed lately. L- too many facts. I went back listened to the one podcast. Nick had like eight minutes of like straight facts, and I'm like. Jesus Christ, like we're this close to being analysts, but not getting paid for it. Let's take it back to our roots. So I decided, fuck it. Let's end everything early and talk about what we want to talk about. Nice. Anybody else have anything good? That was I enjoyed that. I just felt bad. My computer was literally 1%, and I had to run and grab my charger and an extension cord. Oh, that's great. Dude, I had it said I had 44% left, and then all of a sudden I looked down and flashed 1%, one minute. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I saw. I was kind of. I was hoping yeah. something didn't. Something wasn't going on. I was like, "Where is Rich running to?" No, I had to get the charger and an extension cord. So great. Anybody else have anything? Nick, you got any, any good sports topics? No, Rich, sports? Rich threw. Rich threw two really nice games this Sunday. Allowed. Nice. I think maybe like one earned. Maybe one yeah, earned. The one hit the solo home run off you. The rest were yeah. because that was fifteen feet foul. <laughs> it's all right. Well, no, the, no, the other kid hit one that was. Um, oh, he hit a bomb. Yeah, that dude. That was the only one. No, do you remember he hit oh. the first one was the he hit the home yes. run that was in that left was field that was game. foul. Yeah, the yeah. second game was legit home run, but that was yeah. it. So, Ant, and then Ant decides he's going to talk shit to John Wynn uh, sitting at the bar uh, at Las Browns on on Sunday, saying how bad John sucks and how much better he is than him. <laughs> I got yeah, John. So I got funny, I got John texting me. He's like. And saying he, and saying he's the man hit a home run today. I'm like, no, he did. And saying this and that, I'm like, no, nah, he, he he's doing that. And I text, I text that's, that's, Ant. Uh, oh, I would read what he said. Was for was a finger. Hopefully, it's not broken, right? Oh yeah. my god, he tried to catch a ball barehanded Yo, what in the had? outfield. He just in the outfield, uh, and it wasn't even his play. Center fielder's running over to get the ball, saying mine, and then Ant just doesn't even listen to him and just runs in front of him and tries to barehand the ball. I'm like, what are you doing, dude? He's like, yeah, my bad. Make you think? It, it was it was pretty funny. What did I say? I can't even find it. I'm just telling him how much he sucks. That's I saw basically that. the text message that he sent to me, and I loved it. But yeah, man, Sunday morning softball. We're ninth out of 62 teams. We're doing all right. Nice. 62 teams. Holy crap! Yeah, dude, there's yeah, 62 man. teams. Where do you find enough yeah. people to fill 62 teams? Oh, bro, there's a lot of dude. There's a lot of people in this league, and we have. We have 17 guys on our roster. Usually, like 12, 13 show up. But yeah, and some teams have like 20 guys in their roster. Mm-hmm. Like it's nuts. Yeah. So we're we're hanging. We're we're competing. We're doing our thing. But I think it's time, guys. I think it's time for our final thoughts. Oscar, I want you to go first. 
All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, um, just bring back this comment about uh, Cristiano Ronaldo rejecting Coca-Cola um, and the press conference interview. He, uh, It's so funny that people are kind of like taking that as a meme or as an outrage kind of thing. Um, but Coca-Cola shares and stocks went down $2.3 billion by him just doing that. And he... Um, he has like this thing with his son. His son likes to eat junk food, but his son is also a phenomenal football player like him. Um, Obviously, and one of the things, one of the interviews we're talking about, his son like had scored like eleven goals in one game the night before. And they asked him. He was just like, "I'm not, I'm not pushing him to do anything, and I'm not like you know making him play football, but you know he wants to play." Blah blah blah. And then he says, "There's only one thing that I wish he stopped doing, and it was drinking soda." So I think oh, that, that's dope. That's definitely where that came from. And I, I don't I think people are actually missing that point. I like it. Nick, yeah. what, what do you got, bud? Uh, I mean, we <laughs> talked about everything, man, pretty much. I mean, I'm gonna like we said earlier, I'm just keep, to keep you guys updated. I'm working on some videos I'm gonna put up on Instagram. We'll plug that next episode. So Rich will plug that, Don will plug that on their Twitter, yeah. plug it mm -hmm. on the Facebook. Um, it's just going to be kind of snippets, so sneak peeks of videos, um, and then we'll do some where we're like, maybe I'll put up some pictures where we'll like ask some questions you guys want to hear us talk about something other than sports. We all have a lot of really stupid knowledge in our heads when it comes to music, food, beer. You. Don's a science teacher, so he's probably got a little bit. Uh, I got some uh, stuff cooking. A lot, a lot of little stuff churning in that Don, brain. We can have a whole dinosaur episode. It, we'll fuck yeah. around and just i don't care we'll just fuck dude well, but this is so this is the thing like as nick said ask us give us topics whatever you want to talk about like i love talking philly sports with you guys i do but i don't want to be redundant i don't want to bring up facts it's not what we do we are bar talk conversations trying to be so structured is not us it's not no. what i want us to be so if we get derailed because somebody in the chat goes what do you think about dinosaurs i will stop and answer that question yeah I would love to answer that question. <laughs> what do I think about the sea and UFOs? We can talk. Oh, Put my God. We could just do a whole UFO episode. Dog. And yeah, that would got... probably be about three hours long, and I yeah. would not be opposed. But go ahead. Yeah, there's a lot. That's what I'm saying. Like, we just have to we're, – we're all used to having, like, just regular conversations like we have before and after the show that, like, I'm sure would probably be more entertaining sometimes than us talking sports. You guys like sports. That's great. We do, too. But – um, you know, we all got stories too, plenty of good stories, have good stories. about a lot of dumb shit, a lot of funny <laughs> shit that happened to us and we've seen happen, which is always good too. So just ask us other stuff, what music, you know, food, Rich is a pretty good cook. Oscar's a pretty good cook. I think I'm yeah. decent. Yeah. I don't know about Don. Nick, Nick always cooking some shit up. Oscar, he's got it in his blood. I just whatever, you know, Oscar's man. family owns a restaurant. It's really one of the, one of the best in the country. So he can't say that he doesn't know how to cook it up. We can't plug them because they're not our sponsor. So. Yeah, we can't plug. It's you know we're we're in a discussion right now. Yeah, yeah. we're yeah, we're in the works. We're also <laughs> trying to get in the works with the Norristown uh, School District, but they don't like our language, so <laughs> they're pretty much going to drop us. I was trying to teach. I'm just just get me in a classroom, teaching podcasting and how to be an asshole. Sometimes people need need to be cursed at, Rich. Oh, sometimes God. no, they really do. I agree with you 100 there. Don, sometimes. what are your final thoughts, Don? All right, so I'm gonna go. So the having to listen to the national broadcast oh, has been horrible. 
I'm sorry, but it don't be sorry. Me, don't be. Don't you fucking no, be sorry, no, Don. No, no, no. It gave me a, a greater appreciation for the the verbal gold that comes out of Mark Zumoff's mouth that comes from Allah Abdul Nabi. This is going to be a clip that. I put together a little bit of montage of the two of them and a little bit of Tom McCarthy mixed in because I'm just so tired of like the mouthpiece, all this uh, Trey young is that they they were, they were actively cheering for the, the Hawks. Like I, so when, when Mark Zuvall's when, when he's talking about turning garbage into gold and being on the seesaw, and locking all windows and doors and like <laughs> that kind of stuff, I love. Maybe it's the homer in me. Maybe it's just because it's my team. Maybe because it's verbal gold. But give it a listen. I missed that. Like Allah telling stories. And this is what we're missing. When we have to listen to fucking TNT. I can't hear anything else, Don. It's coming in choppy. Tom. So, like, the, the fact that you can, like, the, the fact that the local broadcast can't do anything past the first round is a crime. So I, I'm calling. I, I want I want the two of them to start doing. You know how they can do the Twitter live broadcast. Yeah. Of the game. I would love that. Would be fantastic if the Sixers could put that out on their own content on their own social media. So I'm calling the Sixers. I'm calling out Daryl Morey. I'm calling out Allah. I'm calling out Mark Zumoff, and I'm saying put out some of our own content that gives the people what they want. And they want garbage into gold. They want being on the seesaw. They want locking all windows and doors on the on the on the way out of the game. I want more Allah. I want more Zoom. Give me what I want. Use the connections at Wells Fargo Center, man. That you got. Ask ya. What what? I got distracted. <laughs> I just look high right now if I hear this. You do. Yeah, the national media sucks, man. They are terrible. No one likes us, so we don't care. I did not know that the national broadcast it does nothing after the first round. That makes me really upset. I am on a different planet. You know that these national media people don't watch the games. If you honestly think that Rudy Gobert is a defensive player of the year and not Ben Simmons, you can't tell me. That Gobert is a better defender than Ben Simmons. If you think so, you can suck my ass because it's not true. 
All right, I'm just giving a I'm term gonna... that Rich will use a lot. Your sister's ass. That's not the truth. Your sister's ass. The truth is, Ben Simmons can guard a player one through five and shut him down. Even Embiid's a better player than Gobert. If Gobert's defensive player of the year, how come when you play Embiid, he bodies you and destroys you one on one? Because you're not the best player. You get blocks. They're all stat. I'll pull a line from one of the local radio guys, and he says they're stat whores. They only they see stats. They don't watch the games. I you agree. Know, the best corner in the league. He doesn't get eight interceptions. They don't even throw to him. So maybe he gets one a year. Why? Because they're scared of him. So that's why if, if Scott Brooks comes out after the Wizards series and says that's the best defensive player in the league, why is a guy like they have a media guy who looks like us Never played in the NBA voting for defense player of the year. Why? Looks exactly like how I look right now with the backwards. It's like hat. the guys that vote for the baseball hall of fame. They're like they're guys that are eight years older old. than my grandpa. They can't hear, they're diabetic, they're alcoholics, <laughs> they drink, they drink whiskey and their coffee every morning, but they're voting for Hall of Famers. They wash their hand with like that corn husk stuff that's like it's in like, the, like the glass like, bottle. How is this guy a Hall of Famer, but this guy's not? Or you know what I mean? It's like how do you what do your eyes show you? Because I don't get it sometimes. I agree. That's all I want to say. I was really annoyed with the the fucking Rudy Gobert shit because I think everybody was. There's it makes like, no sense. Bet even Matisse is a better defensive player than Gobert. We have three players on our team better defensive players than Gobert. Right. You know, and I just saw that since Embiid won, he got on the the second team all defense. He's now eligible for the supermax. So I just saw that pop up. Oh really? That's what it yeah. makes you eligible for it. Well, yeah, it's built into your. Uh, it's built it into is. the NBA Players Association. Yeah. So, oh, okay, as long as you make All NBA, you're eligible for Supermax. Oh, good for Joe. All right, so, so let me get my final thoughts. Here we so go. My final thoughts are: fuck Samsung, because I have a Samsung dryer and washer. It's a terrible idea at the time because no one fixes them. So I come back from the shore, you know, trying to do some wash, put a load of laundry in, throw it in the dryer. What happens? Dryer wants to make this loud screeching sound. Then it starts smelling like it's burning. So obviously the belt's bad. Yeah. The Call drum probably came off too. The yeah, drum so it, was it wobbling. No, it wasn't wobbling. It was just literally screeching and smelled burnt. So I call Samsung and they go, Oh, yeah, sorry. Fill out this thing online. Fill out online. If they don't accept payment. So I'm like, Okay, great. Call Samsung again. After I called 16 places in, in the area and they say, No, you have to call Samsung. They'll tell you who the provider is. Huntington Valley PA will come out to service. Yeah. Yeah. By you. I'm like, oh, this is great. $138 just to come over the bridge to, to check it out. $98 for labor. That's before even telling me what the fuck's wrong with it. So do I get a new dryer or not? And here's the kicker. They're not coming out till next Tuesday. So shout out to Pat Johnson for letting me use his washer and dryer this week. I appreciate you, bud. Rich, you know what I did? Don't buy Samsung. No, when, you, we bought, when we bought our house... I got a home warranty through Choice called Choice Home Warranty, right? I pay like $40 a month. Yeah. Right? So what happened with our washer and dryer is since we pay $40 a month, they were existing here. They went bad. They called a company. They came out and fixed it for free, brother. I'm going to have to do that because it makes oh, zero sorry. sense. It's all your appliances, dude. So like just... any of your appliances, shit the bed. As long as you have them before you get the warranty, you're good. All right, so what you I can, can do is just go on Choice and just get a warranty from them. Yeah, get a home warranty. Some warranty, man. It's like 40 bucks. Yo, Choice and Warranty, sponsor the show. Yeah, dude. All right. I've I've about to get my business. I've been contributing to you guys for years, man. 
Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm about to sign up for that because I'll, I'll pay we the forty dollars. Washer and the dryer. Um, they came out. The what happens is if they can't fix it, they replace it with the same or similar or newer model for free, bro. So like if That's they came good. up with a Samsung dryer and they can't fix it, they replace it. Yeah, dude, and I'm getting all right. All you yeah. do is you pay the forty dollars. There might be a service fee that's like 30 bucks or something like that, 40 bucks, whatever. But 40 bucks for a 400, 500 hour new dryer. Right. Like so Oscar Limbaugh wins the Masterton trophy. Did he win that? Or is he going yeah, he to win did. that? I think that's he awesome. Did. I think good, he did. For, yeah. good for Oscar. I like I like that. I like that. Chris, thank like you for your first name. He's got a really strong first name. Yeah, but he spells he it right. Like o S K. It's spelled, it's yeah, it's because it's spelled correctly, unlike O S C. But who am I? He's got a I'm year. Not, I'm my mom who said that. No, your mom's a great lady. Stop. That's yeah, but she's named me, bitch. <laughs> Mother, <laughs> fuck off. Anyway, we're drunk on broad. I'm rich. Fuck Oscar. Don's down there being a G. Nick's over there. Jason Kelsey look like we have koozies. We're trying to get them out there. We're trying to get some koozies. We're made. working on the content. We're, we're working listen, on the merch. You guys got to understand. Everybody here has a job except me. So. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's a little hard to try to try to do things and try to get merchandise made and figure all that shit out. So be patient with us. Things are coming. A lot of things in the works. All good stuff. Um, I want to start trying to do like incorporate like fantasy football in when the fall comes because we're gonna need more things to talk about. Uh, as much as I love talking Philly sports, like Nick said, we need more. We need more topics. More outlandish shit. Yeah, more fun. Like, trying to rob me five places in our draft. I'm not trying Very- to rob you. James Robinson finished. Top 10 at his position. So Crime we said he goes to a 10. You yeah. want him for a 15. That's not yeah. how the keepers work. And then he wants to go, oh, I Travis ATN. Who's this guy? I don't blame you for the hustle, Oscar. Yeah. yeah. But then he, he said, tries it. Then he thinks I'm bullshitting with Travis ATN. I'm like, no, he's really good. They drafted him. Nah, Bog, you're just trying to rob me. Yeah, sound like rob him, Lieutenant likes, Dan. Nobody you, likes fantasy football more than Rich Conroy. No, nah, I don't. I literally did three even, mock drafts. Even the people that have hundreds of thousands of followers on Instagram that get paid for fantasy football, Rich likes it more than they do. I I love it. It's literally I'm like, listening to podcasts. I'm doing. I've done 38 mock drafts already. He's gonna go inside after this show before he takes a shower. He's gonna sit on the toilet. He's gonna do nope. two mock drafts. Then he's gonna nope. take a shower. Nick, I'm not out. leaving out here. He's I'm gonna get out. out here. He's gonna do two more and be like, "Yo, draft, I two more mock drafts. Look at draft. my." Draft Dominator from the football guys. You can't say it because the backlight's too big. Draft Dominator from the football guys. I can just do mock drafts. And what I do is I took who I think Oscar's keeping, who I think Nick's keeping in our keeper league, and I added them to the round. So now I'm like playing around with my keepers and their keepers, and I just keep moving the draft order around. And I'm just having a good time. You know what what happens, Don? This is what happens when you don't have a job. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like he did it a lot when he had a job. So now I did have one. All right. So let me, all right. So let me confess something to you, to you all before we leave this show. I was way less productive when I had a job. Now that I do not watching Ollie is a full-time job, dude. I would go into work two hours before my boss. I would do all my homework for three weeks in that two hours and would just literally do fantasy football drafts. And then all my work for four hours up to, like lunchtime. So literally I had nothing to do all day. I just got paid to do nothing. It was amazing because I love managing my time. Time management, guys, it'll save you. I'm Rich. That's Don. That's Nick. Uh, fuck Oscar. Clap your hands, everybody.
for Philadelphia. Number six. All right, we're out. Steve Ritz, I got my nightmares before. Yeah, seriously. What the hell? I am, I am, night, I am nightmare fuel. <laughs> Bye, guys. Yeah. <laughs>